I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you. But first, we would like to say a few words. Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. Podcast nine and three quarters topic of the week is Halloween special. Is wizard candy actually good? Hello listeners, I'm Rhea, and I will be arguing that yes, Wizard Candy is good. And I'm Jem, and I'll be arguing that nah, it's shit. And hello, I'm Josh, and I am the little boy in the sweet shop, and you got to convince me that I get some candy. <laughs> oh my yes. god, that's so good. I was thinking of you more, it's like, you're like the judge, you're like going to be the official, like, you know... Oh, yes or yay or nay, but no, Little Boy in the Sweet Shop is a much harsher judge. I love that. Yeah, I was definitely picturing, like, in a court of law, Josh is up there with this big gavel deciding while we both argue against each other, but uh, two grown people fighting with a child in a sweet shop. So much better. Like, you you come up with a platter of candy shaking, and you're just like... (laughs) Do you like it? And I'm like, I just give the thumbs down movement. <laughs> Let's see how merciful our judge is. <laughs> okay. So, uh, first of all, happy Halloween, listeners. This is our Halloween special. We're Ooh. talking about candy instead of Ooh. spooky times. My favorite time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought it was prudent to invite Josh on this episode. Some of our more keen listeners might recognize Josh from two of our former episodes. The first one being Fantastic Beasts and Can We Fuck Them? And the second one being uh, House Identity Ravenclaw, because Josh is a Ravenclaw. What a nerd. Mm-hmm. And now I thought I would, I would invite him onto this Halloween episode, because Josh, for anyone who knows him, loves horror more than life itself. <laughs> and he loves Halloween. Yeah, I mean, last year for my podcast, I watched like 18 Nightmare on Street movies, just to review them. Mm-hmm. And I had to do... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Okay, so what we're going to do is we look, Rhea and I have looked up the types of candy that are mentioned in the Harry Potter universe, and there was like 122 items on Harry Potter Wiki, right? Or something like that? Something like that. Then we combed through, and I found that like a lot of these were just normal muggle candies that you'd find in the normal world. So I chose specifically the candies that are just from the wizarding world, that are very much wizard candies, and that's about 40 candies. So we're going to go through and ruthlessly talk about 40 different types of sweet sweets well i say ruthlessly <laughs> Rhea will provide one opinion on a positive i'll provide an opinion on a negative and josh our little boy in the candy shop will decide whether or not he's going to eat the candy <laughs> mm, indeed some of them there's basically no information on what they are so we're just yeah. gonna have to go on gut instinct and we might not have very good opinions but some of them i have like like strong opinions about hell yeah <laughs> yeah literally on the harry potter wiki because i used that to get all my research today there's no description for like maybe 80 yeah. percent of the candies that we have in this list you just have to go off what the name of the candy is <laughs> so <laughs> okay okay i've got like a basic description of each thing so i'll just go down and say what it is why i support it and then you guys can do your opinions <laughs> okay so remember one one reason to 
eat the candy from you and then from me one reason not to eat it so our first candy is acid pops mm-hmm. acid pops are like a sour lollipop which apparently once burnt a hole right through ron's tongue so very acidic mm-hmm. i say this candy is good for if you want your siblings to suffer <laughs> and little boy i say <laughs> you shouldn't eat this candy because it will literally burn a hole in your tongue imagine tasting and smelling your own burning <laughs> wet flesh <laughs> yeah, I I agree. With you. I agree with you on that because I remember reading the book like there was something like ow. This like yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like this it's like a xenomorph lollipop. I don't want that in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I don't think xenomorphs taste good either. They're slimy. So just yeah, acid. People <laughs> dealt with acid in science. It's just like yeah. Oh. So what's your opinion, little boy? Yeah, no, nah, I I do the the strict solemn thumbs down and maybe a little <laughs> nod and shoo you away from the acid pops. Okay, so I I win that. We should keep count. <laughs> oh god, I wish this was a visual medium. So do I. I wish I could do all the emotions. Yeah, so we could just get like a stoic <laughs> thumbs up or down. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. So, so far, I'm leading with one. Okay, Jem, you keep score. Yeah, I will. Okay, next. <laughs> That's blood soup. Also known as marshmallow fondue, this is a dark red syrup. Honeydukes keeps a large bubbling vat of it near the front of the shop into which patrons can dip various sweets. So my reason is, it's not blood, it's just sweet candy syrup. Sounds good and messy, but fun. My reason is, the descriptor said the flavour was blood, possibly, and it seems like it's too public. I don't want, like, unhygienic (laughs) little fingies going into this soup that's just sitting outside of a shop. Okay, I feel like you only live once. <laughs> Have you ever been through a carnival or a fair? The excitement of like free range dipping your little candy or whatever into things. You describe marshmallow. That sounds delicious, like marshmallowy and like gooey. And you can dip any yeah. candy, so you can like mix and create different flavors. It's like you have your own tool set, like you're a chef, mm-hmm. like oh. you're Remy. <laughs> Don't bring ratatouille into this. You know I love ratatouille. <laughs> no, I feel like I would... The only chef that matters. I feel like, yeah, I would love to taste a little saucer of this. Right, so... Little boy is saying yes to the yes. bat's blood soup. Okay. Also, like, medium rare steaks, some of the, like, the steak blood's not too bad. It's prepared, like, slightly well, so... Anyway, mm. if there's a bit of blood. <laughs> blood's blood. Blood's blood. <laughs> I may be a vampire, who knows? <laughs> Your opinions on blood might come in later. We'll see how we go. <laughs> Birdie Bot's Every Flavor Beans. This one's a bit more detailed because it's like the candy in the series, so Mm -hmm. cut me some slack. Yeah. (laughs) Almost the same as Muggle Jelly Beans, except the range encompasses every flavor imaginable. There is no way of telling for sure what flavor any given bean is without tasting it, although you can try and guess by the color. There are ordinary flavors like chocolate, peppermint, and marmalade, but also less fanciful ones like spinach, liver, and tripe. There are also flavors that are not actual foods, like grass, farm dirt, vomit, earwax, paper, and bogies. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think this is an exciting candy. Like, every bite's an adventure. And the big reason is that it's a big part of Harry and Ron bonding, was trying the beans. Like, making a new friend is about taking a chance and sticking with it even through the bad times, which is what you learn when you enjoy every flavour of beans okay, with your first friends. first of all, you're given one reason and one reason only to provide <laughs> not to. <laughs> so, none of this friendship <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> it's the exciting fact. That was one reason! That was No, reason. you said exciting and then friendship. Okay, sorry. 
<laughs> it's strike exciting then. Friendship is my okay. reason. Here's my reason. You know how sometimes you get a box of chocolates as a gift and you have some of the flavors in there that you don't like? Because let's say you don't like nuts or whatever and you leave them in the box. Now imagine that the box of chocolates has no little description on the back as to what the flavors are, and the flavors could range from anything to lemon to actual vomit. Do you want to eat this? <laughs> Have you played Bean Boozled, the real-life Murray Watts heavy flavor beans? No. no. It's a good time. Like, like Rhea said, it's about <laughs> friendship. Yes. And daring to be alive. Again... The beans always excite me because I'm like that. This sounds glorious. A bean. A bean. Yeah, it's so <laughs> glorious. Is the idea of being a mystery candy. Yes. I, I just I can't pass it up. It's All so right. exciting. It's not about the flavor. It's about the friendship. All right, little boy sticks his thumb up for the birdie bots beans. Damn it! I thought I had it there. <laughs> you have nothing. <laughs> Blood flavored lollipops. These are sold in the unusual taste section of Honeydukes. It's unclear if they are appealing to anyone other than vampires, or perhaps they're meant to be used to play a trick on others. <laughs> so, here's my argument for this. Not everything has to be for humans. The world doesn't revolve around us. It's good that there's candy designed just for vampires. I'm a supporter of diversity and confectionery. And if you don't agree, then you are racist against vampires. <laughs> <laughs> That may be, but little boy, you're not a vampire. <laughs> do you want to eat blood? <laughs> How do you know I'm not a little vampire? <laughs> oh my god, it's a little vampire. <laughs> <laughs> From the movie. Jonathan Lipnicki? Stuart Little Bra? Of course you know the actor's name. <laughs> Has the prophecy foretold? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you're like the vampire babies in Twilight where you get chucked in the fire. <laughs> You're a vampire child. <laughs> right, just imagine this now. You're the honey drinks employee. You you, you get me the little saucer of the blood. Like, I grabbed you hard by the wrist. Too hard for a little child to be able to do. And I say, why don't you punch me in the mouth? Why would I want to taste this on my own? Make me feel alive. That's why I want to be. Jesus Christ. So, as I said before, a little bit of blood is good. Too much is bad. Put it away. Also, you say no? No. Oh, controversial. Oh, this little candy shop boy is so intense. <laughs> His reasoning skills are so complicated. Imagine me as a cross between Wednesday Adams and um, Gunther from The Simpsons. Little German boy. <laughs> That's exactly how I imagine you. Excellent. I cannot I'm full of chocolate. <laughs> I am nine years old and six foot one like I have a room. <laughs> In a little German boy outfit. <laughs> Little German boy outfit mixed with go the goth vibe of Wednesday Adams. I love it. Mm. <laughs> Little goth German boy. <laughs> my me grabbing your wrist left a mark. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, this feels like a life or death argument. Like whoever comes out last place is going to be eaten by this little boy. <laughs> well, so far we're even, Stephen. So hopefully, <laughs> one of us survives. <laughs> I feel like if we tie, he just eats both. <laughs> this is just a fable. Next up is caramel cobwebs. As far as I can tell, this is just caramel in the shape of cobwebs. There's no, like, hidden trick to it. So, hey, caramel tastes good. It's in a fun shape. What else do you want? My reason is, <clears throat> name two of the world's stickiest substances. Now put them together and sell them to children. <laughs> this just seems like a mess waiting to happen. That's good. None of that's a reason against it. 
you know, like apple bobbing or donut bobbing at parties. Mm-hmm. It's like you stick little kids in a field of the caramel cobwebs, eat your way out. <laughs> that sounds fun. It sounds <laughs> life risking. <laughs> nah. <laughs> this is delicious play. I'm imagining like Frodo stuck in Shelob's like cave. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna, you know yeah, I'm not gonna pass a carol. And just because it's in cobwebs, it kind of resembles more like cotton candy. So it's just, yes, I, I, I want that. All right, he wants it. Yes. <laughs> I'm doing so well so far. <laughs> chocolate frog. It wasn't really a description on the website. It's just a frog made out of chocolate, but it's alive and it hops around. Yeah, we've seen the movie. Yeah. Everyone knows what chocolate frogs are. It's just like the Frodo frog without his shirt. <laughs> you gotta catch him. <laughs> Though, to be fair, if it ran away from me before I could eat it, I'd be very mad. <laughs> hey, hey, you don't give reasons. You're the judge. <laughs> we give the reasons. Excuse me? He is mine. I can imagine nothing better than the sensation of swallowing a living creature whole and feeling it swir- squirming and trying to escape as it slides down my throat. Combine that feral delight with the flavor of chocolate, and I'm in ecstasy. Best candy in Harry Potter. Jeez. Okay, my reason is... Josh. Mm. Do you remember in Hamish and Andy's Gap Year Asia, when Hamish made Andy (laughs) eat a beating snake's heart? Yeah. That's the kind of feeling that I want you to remember as you swallow this chocolate animated frog. It's it's beating against your tongue, down your throat. It's it's throbbing. It's alive. It's squirming. What, what if I bite its head off? I assume it's like a chip without a head. <laughs> it like still moves. I don't know if it's worse if it keeps moving or if it just goes still <laughs> like you killed it. <laughs> Which is worse? What, what, I think the still part's worse. What if I, before I even open the packaging, I just smash it with my fist? That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> I'm actually really ambivalent on this one because this is chocolate and it would be kind of delightful to eat some chocolate, but also, the sliminess is, like, throwing me a mm. bit, so... Also, it does try to escape. It is chocolate yeah. that's trying to get away from you. It doesn't want to be eaten. It's very it's very disturbing. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to go with no, because I feel like it's just going to escape from me every time, and I'm not going to get to enjoy it. Yeah, okay. Cockroach clusters. <laughs> Cockroach clusters are sweets made out of cockroaches, but shaped like peanuts. <laughs> My reason's kind of complicated, but it's still one reason, so stick with me. Okay. These are good because they make eating insects fun for children. I don't have time to fully get into it, but I'm a huge advocate of edible insects. Mm -hmm. They're very nutritious. In terms of farming, they're infinitely more environmentally friendly than other sources of protein like beef or pork. And they're already a diet staple for billions of people. Mm -hmm. So eating insects is good, but people don't like to do it because ew, gross. And you solve that problem with candy like cockroach clusters for children. Okay, here's my counter. I completely agree with eating insects, and I'm a huge advocate of it as well, and I myself have eaten insects. However, I highly doubt that the wizarding world is using sustainable insect farming to produce these cockroaches (laughs) themselves. My idea is that they're just picking up cockroaches off the ground and baking them into little cockroach clusters. And did you know that cockroaches can carry salmonella, typhi, which causes typhoid, and polymyelitis, which causes polio and dysentery. (laughs) So I don't want to eat any just free-range cockroaches. I want to eat sustainably farmed, made cockroaches for consumption. Counterpoint that helps neither of us, they're probably conjuring them, so it doesn't help either of our arguments. I've always been disgusted by these. Mm. My description, but my thought process was, I imagined half frozen cockroaches that are slightly like damp, Ew. and like I, I just never liked that idea. I completely agree with the nutritional value and the like environmentally friendly values, but 
I can never go over my own opinion of them. That I find mm. disgusting and it's different to eating crickets. Crickets are fine. Cockroaches are instantly gross in real life. Yeah, like, they're they're mm. disgusting. I yeah. can't get over that. Cockroaches so. and spiders, they're not edible in my opinion. Mm. This little boy in anger flips the tray. <laughs> <laughs> you try and feed me bugs? You better go back and try again. <laughs> If I'm winning, Rhea, how do you feel? <laughs> uh, tense, nervous. <laughs> a lot of these candy are bug-themed. <laughs> I feel like I've set a terrible precedent for myself. <laughs> Don't get cocky, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, like, grinding paprika in one of those mortar and pestles. Like. <laughs> do you do you psycho drops? These are a type of round yellow sweet. The product's slogan was, they'll put a spell on you. There's no description of, like, what they taste like or what they do. <laughs> Here's my reason. It's sort of a, a preemptive counterpoint based on what I'm guessing Jem's going to say. There is no evidence that this candy is bewitching in any manner other than a delicious taste. <laughs> All I'm saying is they sound like they're going to give you a trip and not the good kind. Like... <laughs> They're called Juju Psycho Drops, <laughs> and their slogan is they'll put a spell on you. It sounds like e e e e ecstasy to me. I'm glad that I correctly guessed what your argument was going to be. <laughs> sounds like a fucking good time to me. <laughs> For children! Hells yeah! You're a child! Party child in the sweet shop! Let me remind you that I'm a child that can put you out of business. <laughs> Give me the Psycho Drops. Alright, that was one more for Rhea. <laughs> Next up is Dragon Claws. All, all I've got is Dragon Claws were a wizarding sweet. That's it. <laughs> Don't have any more information. They're probably good if they're candy in the shape of claws. <laughs> Who knows? My reason is dragons should be a protected species, not harvested for their claws, and this is the wizard equivalent of shark fitting. So pick your side. <laughs> I was I was down to eat claw, but you said shark fitting and that made me sick. Mm, I knew I knew how to get to it. But you can't emotionally manipulate me. <laughs> I am not Josh. I am little scary boy. And I'm here for a good time. Overruled. <laughs> and I feel like I'm down for a taste. Damn it. I, I want to, like, everything besides that's, like, dangerous disgusting, I'll probably be down for, for mm. the most part. You are a curious boy. Um, cute. We should call you George. Hell yeah, that helps me so much. I'm intellectually and emotionally curious. Dribble's best blowing gum. A wizarding brand of bubblegum that lets the consumer blow bluebell-coloured bubbles that refuse to pop for days. Described as guaranteed never to lose its flavour, it is available also in sugar-free crazy berry flavour. I think that the worst part about muggle bubblegum is that the bubbles are shit and it doesn't taste good, but this solves both those problems. I think, imagine blowing this bubblegum, okay, and it gets in your hair and it doesn't pop for days. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. Not even just on your hair. It could get on your cat. It could get on your robes. It could get anywhere. <laughs> this honestly just sounds like the best Hubba Bubba I've ever tasted. And I'm down for it. Because I love Hubba Bubba. I haven't had it in like 15 years. I'm down. <laughs> so do you really love Hubba Bubba? <laughs> yeah, as a kid. It was delicious, but it sounds like an even better version. <laughs> That's true. Edible Dark Marks. These are sweets that were created by Fred and George Weasley. They're shaped by the dark mark used by Voldemort, sold at Weasley Wizard Weezies. Weezers? I don't know what their store name's called. Uh, in a bin with the label, they'll make anyone sick. They were probably made to mock Voldemort and the Death Eaters. 
This little boy in the candy shop is candy that fights fascism. Candy that says to children, don't be afraid of Voldemort and his minions, they're a joke. You eat their symbol of death and terror and let it be reduced to nothing but brightly coloured gum. It's about tearing down their facade of untouchable superiority. Edible dark marks are the candy equivalent of punching Richard Spencer in the face. <laughs> okay, okay, pipe down. I think that the edible dark marks <laughs> are a joke made in bad taste. Swastikas, get your gummy swastikas, kids. That's what I'm doing. It's very, very dodgy, and I don't think it's appropriate. I lean in close. See, where do you think Voldemort's nose is gone? I ate it, and I'm down for this too. What accent? What accent is this? <laughs> My accent is wildly inconsistent, and you do not question them. <laughs> I'm, not doing, I'm not looking too good. <laughs> Sizzling the pan. I feel like a good way to fight fascism is to eat their, eat their symbols. Hells yeah. Mm. <laughs> Exploding bonbons. Exploding bonbons are sweets that contain pure coca and coconut dynamite. They blow up when eaten, although they likely do not cause a major explosion. Tastes good, doesn't kill you, maybe. That's my best argument for this. Look, it just sounds so dangerous. It sounds like the Mentos from Asian Cody Banks to Destination London, produced in 2004. (laughs) So the Iron Frankie Moon. (laughs) In which the Mentos goes in the mouth and it blows up, like, it blows your teeth out, it blows your jaw open. It just sounds, like, not good. And besides, coconut tasting candy isn't that good of it. No, I agree. I'm not keen on that at all. Yeah, I yes. thought that one was probably a lost cause. And so is this next one. Explosive fairy dust. <laughs> Explosive fairy dust was a wizarding sweet. That's all we know. <laughs> I'm going to say this is probably literal fairy dust, maybe mixed in with coconut dynamite. Does it taste good? Uh, you decide. <laughs> My reasons are saying this sounds dangerous again and raises questions on the ethics of its manufacture. Counterpoint. Ultimate fairy bread. <laughs> Extreme fairy bread. Are you really gonna go for the fairy nuts? <laughs> it it is it edges up because it seems like it's tastier than the coconut flavored mix of candy. Even though it's still potentially explosive or dangerous. I don't know. Sounds enticing. <laughs> What's your verdict, little boy in the candy shop? Yeah, thumbs a, up or thumb down? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thought I had him with the explosive bomb. Should we explain what fairy bread is? I feel like that might be an Australian thing. Oh yeah, it is an Australian thing. So to all us, um, all you international listeners, listeners that were deprived of fairy bread, it's a slice of the cheapest white bread you can find, put on some butter or margarine or whatever, like, you know, non-dairy thing you need to have if you're lactose intolerant. And then you put hundreds and thousands on it and cut it into triangles. And it's a staple of all children's birthday parties in Australia. And it's great. Mm. I, I've made it as a snack. Crunchy sugar bread yeah. snack. <laughs> also, hundreds of thousands of, like those coloured sprinkles. And yeah, yeah. Hundreds of thousands. Translatable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tiny little round balls of sugar in many colours. Yeah. It's pretty. <laughs> Fizzing Whisbies. Fizzing Whisbies are large sherbet balls that will cause a person who sucks on them to float a few inches off the ground, as seen in the Hogwarts Mystery Games, if anyone's playing that. Hell yeah, these make you fly, but in a limited, harmless way. Good. Uh, Eat up. I don't trust a candy that causes me to levitate. What kind of chemical reaction is that having on my body? It sounds like some really wonka shit, and I don't trust it. We're wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Look, imagine you're floating, and your friend, you do air fights, and they throw more candy at you, and you're floating around, and you get to swim in midair. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright. Um, this isn't looking good for Jeff. <laughs> good catch up. Okay. Hells yeah. Fudge flies. Fudge flies are sold at Honeydukes. They are a favourite suite of scabbers. That's literally all the information there is. So we don't know if they're real flies covered in fudge or fudge shaped like flies. But the real world the real world versions you can get are chocolate flavoured. I don't know if that helps. Um as stated, I'm pro-edible insects, so either way, I think these would be good and taste good. Fudge is good. My opinion is that they were a favourite suite of Scabbers, a.k.a. Peter Pettigrew, a.k.a. known trader. So if you're eating this, then you're a trader. <laughs> <laughs> trader candy. I was going to say something similar, because I feel like it's just something only suspicious people would eat. <laughs> something big, gross. <laughs> Wait, look at him over there, eating his fudge flies. He's up to something. He's, he's taking the flies out and eating them individually. What's his character up to? What's his cat up to? I bet he did kill his wife. I bet he did. <laughs> so what's your verdict? Boo. Yes. Glacial snowflakes. Glacial snowflakes were a melt-in-the-mouth sweet. That's all they say. I'm imagining that they're like sponge sugar snowflakes that are maybe a bit cold, and that sounds pretty good. My opinion is that wizards are contributing to ice cap melt and should be held responsible for their environmental terrorism. This is getting close to ice cream and I'm down. Damn it. Hells yeah. This boy is like about to leave our sweet shop debate and just go to the fucking ice cream store and be done with this. (laughs) Hocus Pocus Pops. They are a wizarding sweet. Probably just regular lollipops with a magic name. Lollipops are good. Eat them. Lollipops are the blandy candy. They are bland as anything. Damn you and your rhyming reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of lollipops except for the chopper chops. They're, they're mm. nice, but yeah, lollipops don't really yes. do it for me. Ice mice. Ice mice are some form of sweets that cause the consumer's teeth to chatter and squeak. So, like, body horror, the candy, makes your mouth come to life and scream like a mouse. That sounds good and fun for children. <laughs> This sounds painful and like a bad trip to the dentist. <laughs> why, why does it sound painful? It's, it's like popping candy that we have now. Your teeth are shrieking. That sounds painful. <laughs> squeaking like mice. It's not like shrieking like the teeth's actually like in pain. It's just it's like popping candy where you feel the pops in your mouth. It doesn't hurt. Okay, I guess it looks you, fine. <laughs> you want over. Yay. Jelly skull. Large amounts of jelly molded into the shape of skulls. It's not like poisoned or animated or anything as far as we know (laughs) more candy is always good this is a large amount of jelly (laughs) well i think i win here because josh doesn't like jelly but here's my reason anyway damn it um whose skull are they using as a mold for the jelly because i don't want to be reminded of my (laughs) great dead auntie while chowing down on candy also bone dust What's the bone dust coming from? <laughs> the mold from the fucking skull it's gonna be bone dust oh you think they're using a real skull cool all right yeah yeah. (laughs) You took away my big reveal there, Jim. So I feel like I should eat this despite you. (laughs) (laughs) But I won't. But I (laughs) too much jelly to eat out of spite. No, yeah, because I I like jelly beans. I like some gelatin. I like those Japanese ice cream that we had. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. But yeah, I I get you leaning close again. I'm like, watch your tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Afraid. Limus Crazy Blob Drops. Limus Crazy Blob Drops were a type of confectionery sold at Honeydukes. Who the fuck knows what these are or anything about them? <laughs> Here's my reason. Candy's good. <laughs> Try one. <laughs> yum yum candy. Here's my reason. 
Josh, can I get you to say Lyman's crazy blob drops three times fast? <laughs> no. Try it, please. <laughs> you say no, you forfeit the round. What is it? Lyman's crazy blood drops. Lyman's crazy blood drops. Lyman's crazy blood drops. Yeah, see, that's hard to say. It's too hard to order, so it's too hard to eat. That's my reason. <laughs> is it blood drops again? So Lyman's crazy blob drops. Blob drops. It's a fucking limerick. I don't want to have to t- like twist my tongue in order to eat some candy. You know, how's it like, delivered or packaged? This is a blob into your hands and it just leaks through your fingers. Who knows? I wish hmm. we could tell you, Josh. I wish we had more information. I'm working on the fear of the unknown here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a little boy asking you more questions. We don't know. We just found it one day in the back of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Scooped up from the floor. Of the is this mold? What are you trying to feed me here? So is it a nay from the boy? I'm, I may lick it slightly. <laughs> So is it a half thumb up? What is it? <laughs> yeah, put it in, put it in a separate pile. <laughs> oh, so a center thumb. Okay, so a maybe. Yeah, this that may help you with a tie break. You can reallocate these points later if there's a tie. <laughs> exactly. I guess so. Next up is licorice snaps. These ones are also a little bit more involved, so I've got a long description. Mm-hmm. Licorice snaps are magical sweets that will bite anyone who picks them up. Albus Dumbledore kept a bowl of these sweets in his office and offered some to Harry Potter in the fourth movie, warning that they were a wee bit sharp. Uh-huh. Harry helped himself to a great handful, resulting in the sweets biting his hand. It is not known if they still bite after they are chewed. They are jet black in colour, like most licorice, but look a bit like leeches. They are about three to four centimetres long and make a squealing sound. They also have a set of sharp teeth a tongue, and do not look like licorice from the inside. They look like a living being's mouth. Here's my reason for this. I don't actually have a reason pro, but this is just my statement that I want to say. This is a great example of Dumbledore being a total cunt to Harry for no reason. Maybe these aren't even candy. Maybe these are just a bowl of tiny monsters that he had in his room for an unknown reason. Uh, here's my reason. (laughs) And it's a quote from the third movie. (laughs) Make sure you eat the piece soup before it eats you. (laughs) I don't want to have to eat food that's going to try and eat me first. (laughs) It's masochistic and weird. (laughs) On the contrary. (laughs) I love black licorice and black jelly beans. If they try and bite me, I'm just going to get angry and bite them back. Hells yeah. (laughs) It's a fun excursion. All right, so you're going to say yes to the snaps? Absolutely. (laughs) Little shit's trying to bite me. Get get what's coming to you. Get ready. Well, it's good that you like licorice. That's going to help me. Licorice wand. A licorice wand is a wizarding sweet that is presumably shaped like a wand and tastes like licorice. They may or may not come in a variety of flavors. Well done on the candy list, by the way, (laughs) HP Wiki. Such informative entries. You said you were nine years old, right, little boy? This is really good to, like, pretend you have a wand and play with it and pretend that you're a grown wizard attending Hogwarts. Sounds like a good time. My reason against having a licorice wand is that it could cause a fatal mistake. If you put your licorice wand down next to your real wand and then you pick up the wrong one, you could end up blasting off half your face. Who says I need a wand to kill a wizard? <laughs> <laughs> I take the wand and funk it into my mouth <laughs> down my throat. <laughs> like a- like a tube. <laughs> like a tube. <laughs> a mailing tube. Yeah. I yeah, I'm I'm down for that. Breaking <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> Mr. Spindle's Lick O'Rish Spiders. These are a band a brand of licorice flavoured wizarding sweets introduced by Mr. Spindle in nineteen oh two. They're shaped like spiders and may have been bewitched to seem alive like chocolate frogs. 
Here's another chance to fulfill my feral bog witch desire to imagine that I live in a bog and survive by consuming insects and small animals whole and wriggling. I don't like the thought of picking up what looks like a real spider and putting it in my mouth. And I, like, I mean, eating bugs is a-okay, but like I said before, I never want to have to put a spider in my mouth, dead or alive, and this is not okay. <laughs> it's wriggling, it's moving, it's moving its little creepy legs, I don't like it. I mean, I'm down to try it. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like the fear factor of, like, <laughs> when eating, like, a dead spider for, like, a real dead spider, like Hamish on Hamish and Andy, but, mm. like, without... The, the, the taste and the hair and everything is just licorice. It's like, yeah, fine. Naughtiest jumping snakes. I think you mean nauseous. These are one of the sweets. So- nauseous? I thought they were no. nauseous. Like, no. like, um, like nautical. No, nauseous jumping snakes, surely. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> Who knows? Nauseous jumping snakes are one of the <laughs> sweets sold at Fred and George Weasley's shop. It looked like a wafer stick that was popular in the world of muggles. Described on the packaging as venomous vertical sea snakes. Um, they're probably jokes. <laughs> Just sounds good to eat an entire snake that's trying to jump out of my throat while I swallow it. Um, the my reason is that the packaging literally shows a snake throwing up. It doesn't look appealing. <laughs> no, no. Uh, further evidence towards your nauseous theory. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. Yeah. Honest, no. Yes. That's fair. <laughs> also, they're probably really pretty and I don't want to eat a pretty snake. Yeah, I don't want to eat snake. Nice. (laughs) Look, some of these I just have to write off. I knew that going into it. (laughs) Pepper imps. Pepper imps are tiny black peppermint sweets that allow the consumer to breathe fire and make them smoke at the ears and nose. Hells yeah, breathe fire, have a smoky mouth like a dragon. Okay, but imagine getting too excited and killing yourself or someone you love. Just weigh up the, you know, (laughs) fun or murder. Fun or murder. Don't be a coward. I've always loved these. These always seem so exciting to eat. I fucking love peppermint. Fuck yeah. Fuck. Damn. Such weird taste. <laughs> yes. Don't, don't judge me. Peppermint toad. A peppermint toad is a magical peppermint cream shaped like a toad which hops realistically in the stomach when it's consumed. Hells yeah. I want to eat living animals and feel them hop in my stomach. Eat up, little boy. My reason was just no. This sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't want to have the feeling of having butterflies in my stomach like I'm nervous, but it's actually like a little alien inside of me trying to burst out like a chest burster. I don't want that feeling. Yum. <laughs> Eat up. Peppermint, though. The flavor, yes. The feeling, no. So it's got to be an overall no, yes. because I get the flavor with the imps. No, I don't want that. Yeah, I agree. The chest burster thing. It's gross. Like, I don't want, you know. Popping pixie wing dust. These are a type of sweet made by Honeyduke's homemade sweets from real pixie wing maltings and sold in a pink and white striped bag. The product slogan was exploding fun for everyone. Uh, pixies in Harry Potter are kind of like weird little humanoid insects, so edible insects again, I guess, is my reason here. Again, I'm questioning the ethical sourcing of this pixie dust. Yeah, that's reasonable. Man, wizards in the universe really <laughs> love exploding the candy. <laughs> <laughs> Either you have to fight your candy or you have to, to explode. It's quite interesting. I mean, I don't know if I'm down for this for ethical reasons. I feel like they take it like unwillingly off the pixies. You were down for the fairy dust, even though I brought up ethical reasons there. Yeah, fuck fairy. <laughs> we are pro-pixie, anti-fairy. Look, my morals are loose. I'm just saying what tastes more delicious. <laughs> so you're against pixies? I'm against pixies because they don't seem as tasty, but the fairies I'm down for. Nice. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> Look, don't question the judge. His decisions are final. 
powdered porcupine. Powdered porcupine is a wizarding sweet. The end. <laughs> uh, porcupine quills are a potion ingredient, so maybe they're good to eat. Wouldn't you like to find out? Porcupines are listed as vulnerable by the International Union for the Conservation of Nature. Damn it. <laughs> yes, this bit shot. <laughs> <laughs> but the licorice snub was okay, but this seems a bit sharp. Because they give me an incentive. These are a wee bit too sharp. Incentive to fight versus innocent shoppers. Mm, okay. <laughs> Another win for me, I'll take it. You like the challenge of the licorice snaps. Mm. You want to establish dominance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pumpkin pasty. Uh, wizarding food similar to a Cornish pasty, but filled with pumpkin instead. It's basically just pastry with pumpkin in it. Pumpkin's good, pastry's good, this sounds like a sweet delight. I, I literally had no reasons against this, it sounds delicious. <laughs> I couldn't think of a single reason, <laughs> however convoluted, to say that pumpkin- How about this? Maybe not technically a candy. Uh, I guess, yeah, it's not technically a candy, it's more like a pastry, but, I mean, come on. <laughs> like a dessert, I guess. I I stare at you for a little bit too long, a little bit too long, it seems a bit creepy, and I'm like, I'll eat it, but this is a candy. <laughs> um, yeah, breaking breaking character. It does seem delicious. Same with the pumpkin juice, but I also feel like there's a little bit too much pumpkin in the Harry Potter. <laughs> like, where's the different juices? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like, pumpkin juice in the morning doesn't seem nice. And also, if you've ever tasted pumpkin juice, listeners or Josh, the first mouthful is really nice, and then from then on, it just tastes way too sweet. Mm, it tastes yeah. like you're drinking like a lollipop. Not yeah, kind. Yeah. This is the pumpkin juice mm. from uh, the Hogwarts. Land? Fuck, what am I trying to say? Universal Studios. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Universal Studios yeah. Harry Potter World. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's wicked unpleasant. Mm. Anyway, uh, shaved caterpillars. Shaved caterpillars are a bogey-flavoured wizarding sweet. Here's my reason. Don't eat these, they sound super gross. <laughs> Fuck this candy. <laughs> to add on to that, bogey-flavoured. <laughs> Also, the packaging looks terrifying. It has a picture of a caterpillar with the most terrified expression I've ever seen on a drawn caterpillar. So I'm guessing they're forcibly shaved. This little boy stands there, too still, unnaturally still. <laughs> he blinks once, but along with his eyelids, his entire skin quivers, almost like it's a suit. The silence breaks. Yuck. <laughs> How dare you attempt to feed me that? <laughs> One more point for Jam. I'm almost matching you. I'm so happy that neither of us have asked this little boy's name. <laughs> we just got into this situation not knowing what we were doing. <laughs> Shrieking Sherbet. Shrieking Sherbet is a type of sweet sold in red and white striped tubes. The product slogan is Screams Guaranteed. Surprise your friends. I wish all my food screamed. That makes me feel like a powerful giant. Here's my counter to that. I don't want to eat something that's screaming unless it's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that to a nine-year-old, Jem. <laughs> Breaking character, why just a lady? <laughs> but also, in character... <laughs> you need it? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Skeletal sweets. These sweets have the rough shape of a skeleton with the image thereof printed on them. This is just candy in a fun skeleton shape. Eat some. Here's my opinion. I bet they look better than they actually taste, so it's a waste of money. Might as well just take a fucking picture of it and you're getting all you need. <laughs> <laughs> put, that, put that on the grid. <laughs> Skeletons always annoy me. Why? They're always your enemy in video games and stuff, so I feel like I need to eat them. Exercise on my rage. 
<laughs> I thought I was going to lose that one then. They're going to be like, fuck skeletons. <laughs> no. All right. The only thing is, I bet they taste a bit powdery. Like, kind of like overpowdered marshmallows, but... Yeah, like that uh, candy necklace candy. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So do you think you'd eat it, or...? I said, yeah. Probably. Okay. Right. <laughs> it tastes like mustard. Sound producing sweets. These don't have a good name, because they're obviously just made up for the movie. These sweets enable the consumer to produce noises upon consumption. Some examples of these noises were those of a lion, an elephant, a monkey, and a train whistle. Uh, these look like a really fun thing to share with friends and do animal impressions. My reason is that these look like they seem to cause pain. Uh, so when Ron ate his, <laughs> he already knew what was coming because he'd done that before. But when Neville ate his, he looked like he was in physical pain when he was doing the, like, elephant trumps, like trumpet noises. And Harry looked like he was in a lot of pain because he had steam coming out of his ears. So I don't think these are quite pleasant to eat. Yeah, I feel like there was, like, preparing themselves like it didn't feel like they looked like they're in pain it just looked like harry's like oh it's like this maybe slightly uncomfortable but worth it imagine biting into one of these before like breakfast with your friends and you get in and then you just like the first things out of your mouth is like a massive like eel shriek (laughs) (laughs) shrieking eels (laughs) this is the first time you see the little boy crack even the slightest of smiles we realise that his teeth are like a shark's. <laughs> I'm cropping now. Rows here. upon rows upon rows. <laughs> like Pennywise's teeth. Sugar hexes. Sugar hexes are sweets created by Fred and George Weasley. These probably do terrible things. Good for enemies. These probably do terrible things. I'd hate to eat one. <laughs> I'm closer again. You think I'm afraid of some hex? <laughs> the candy. <laughs> Are you trying to do an Irish accent? I don't know. <laughs> like I said, it is very loose. I thought he was going for German. And inconsistent and it doesn't matter. <laughs> sugar quill. Sugar quills are delicate sponge sugar sweets made to resemble real quills. They can be sucked on secretly by students in class as doing so simply makes one look as if they're thinking of what to write next. They're also available in a deluxe variety which lasts longer. Hey, this is like the sweet taste of sugar combined with the thrill of sneaking forbidden candy into class and eating it right in front of your teacher. What's not to love? I just want to say that the existence of sugar quills firmly suggests that people suck on their quills, which are made from real animal feathers and contain so much bacteria. Even if the feathers have been washed, just carrying that quill around your bag all day, having it near ink, it's very disgusting and I don't like it. It's like when people suck on their pens. Yeah, I was literally going to mention, I remember being in school and like hated seeing people suck on their pens. It was yeah, so, gross. so gross. So I've seen them burst in someone's mouth before too and I'm like, you're disgusting. But they had it coming. Yeah, they didn't have it coming. <laughs> and also when they chew on their pencils they're like, they're just tasting like... And you're like, hey, can yeah. I borrow a pencil? And you see it's like gnawed yeah. down like a, to a nib and you're like, yuck, Brendan. <laughs> yeah. I thought this would be tasty but then like, I, I went before you made your point I was like, I bet it's made of like real feathers or but it's just covered in sugar. No, like, it's just like sponge sugar. So it's like made of sugar completely. But I'm just saying the mere existence of it conveys this image. Oh, well, I mean, life. yeah, if you like sugar, like things will stick to it quite easily, especially if it's in your bag. Like yeah, you said. that's so, true as well. I, this is me out of character, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't like that. I thought I would, but I don't actually. So yes, damn, yeah. been in character. I don't go to school. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> Ton tongue toffee. 
Tontang toffee is a rainbow-coloured sweet invented by Fred and George that makes the tongue of the consumer swell to an indeterminate size at least four feet long. Hey, kid, want to choke your enemies to death with candy? Do you want to suffocate yourself? Because <laughs> this could actually suffocate you as it nearly did to Dudley Dursley. I don't need a bigger tongue. <laughs> what a fucking ominous thing to say. That's a name. <laughs> oh, he's putting the thumbs down. Excellent. <laughs> Tooth splintering strong mints. These are a wizarding sweet. There's no more description, but you're going to guess it's a mint that's really strong. So, bonus strong flavor. Yum. These sound like those nightmares that you have where you cough out your chipped teeth into your hand. It says that they're tooth splitting and splintering. I don't want to bite down on something and have my teeth break apart. Mm. Sounds fun to me. So you're going yes? Yeah. Tooth flossing strong mints. (laughs) These floss the teeth when sucked on. So, bonus, cleans your mouth, promotes good dental hygiene. You look like a nerd if you eat these. These are bully magnets. You're eating candy which negates the purpose of candy. Hermione did want to send these to her dentist parents, like the <laughs> least cool candy you could possibly have. I lay my hand on the table. <laughs> Do I look like someone who can be bullied? <laughs> I have a lot of teeth. Genuinely, no. <laughs> I have a lot of teeth. We know. <laughs> we glimpse. <laughs> yes. Um, this is not and a tongue that is exactly the right size. <laughs> For what? <laughs> Wakefield's off-the-record glow-in-the-dark gum, a brand of bubblegum sold by Fred and George. This is all the fun of bubblegum, but in the dark. Yay! You shouldn't be putting things that glow in the dark on or in your body. That sounds poisonous. Not to me. Also, it just sounds great. Out of character. <laughs> <It> sounds fun. <laughs> I know, it does sound super fun. And I also was a hypocrite with my argument because I'm currently wearing glow in the dark nail polish. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the final candy is zebra hoofs. Zebra hoofs were a wizarding sweet. Uh, and I fucked this up because all I wrote was mentioned in one of our earlier episodes. Go back and see what we said about it. So (laughs) (laughs) I forgot to finish taking notes on this episode because I remember that we said some shit about it and then mum messaged us and was like, actually, you guys were wrong in the episode, but I can't remember what we said or what she said. I remember what we said. So here's the rundown of what we said. We were like, zebra hoofs? What the fuck are that? And you're like, I imagine it's children just chowing down on a big dismembered zebra hoof. And I said eating hoofs is normal because some people in the south do it it comes in like a big gelatin thing and it's sort of like softer and then mum messaged us and said that people eat pigs trotters not hoofs so that was the extent of that okay yeah all right well i don't have a pro these sound terrible don't eat them (laughs) my con is also that several species of zebra are considered either vulnerable or endangered as well yeah outside of character i hate this doesn't sound good (laughs) so no well, look, that's that- all our candy. That's it. The results are in, and uh, definitively, statistically, it has been decided that Wizarding Candy is good. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I was genuinely not expecting that outcome. <laughs> I lean in close again and look you in the eye. You've done good today. You may not be so lucky next time. <laughs> I leave my plate of samples behind me and I take my leave out into the snow and into the dark. You melt into the darkness. <laughs> After a few feet, you, don't, you can't see me anymore. <laughs> Somehow. I don't like this character. The mystery remains. 
Lock the door. Lock the door. <laughs> we bolt it shut. <laughs> so yeah, it was uh you twenty two were considered good, and then there was uh seventeen which were considered not good, and then one maybe. So <laughs> that's a definitive win. That's still pretty close though. Cracking. Seventeen to twenty two. <laughs> it's only five different. Pretty close. Mm. Almost half of the candy is bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's almost a 50-50. <laughs> Even though I was in character, I, I still stand by like, the majority of my decisions. That's <laughs> like, yeah, I would, I would actually eat most like the ones I said I would eat, I would eat. So, mm. yeah. I think my favorite candy of the ones proffered today would probably be um, the, the pumpkin pasty. I think there's, no, there's, there's nothing that I can think of that sounds bad about that candy. That's why I could not argue against it. I think the peppermint imps or like the beans are always fun. I generally stand by that. I really hate the beans. I think the beans are terrible. I just realized now I'm breaking character. <laughs> yeah, the beans are sh- <laughs> Yeah. I sure. just realized we forgot. Well, it wasn't on the list on Harry Potter Wiki, but you know what's brought up all the time? Cauldron cakes. Yeah, I guess. Again, a pastry. There was a section for like desserts on the list, which I didn't go into. So I think pumpkin pasties should have been in there, and cauldron cakes are probably in there as well. But I, I, cauldron cakes are just, like, cakes that are shaped like cauldrons, right? So, yum. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> I would eat that. I guess they're just cupcakes, but cauldron cakes. So, yeah, probably also good. Yeah. I always imagine they're, like, cream-filled. Yeah, like an eclair. Anything you want to promote? Um, yeah, season two of my podcast should be coming out soon. We're going to start recording soon. We're sort of changing up the format slightly to be a bit more engaging in terms of, like, our writing and a little bit less about lists and sort of us talking um, shop, but more about, like, us actually bring forth ideas and pitches. So that'll be exciting. Also, my podcast network has a live show this... Should I say the recording date? I don't know. This Saturday. Yeah. By the time this is released, it won't matter anymore. Yeah, but it's done. If you... I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But, yeah, we have a live show and the potential that might lead to more live shows. So that's what I'm Plug yeah. the future, and that's exciting. <laughs> well, if you were there at the live show and you saw Handsome Josh, then good for you. Yeah, if you <laughs> listen to this and also listen to others and already knew about the live show, hello. <laughs> good day. Also, if you're a time traveler listening to this podcast and you want to go back and visit the time, the, the live show, not the time show. Yeah, that's really all I have to plug. I'm curating a horror movie, a horror month list for the household as well, so that'll be exciting. Mm. I'll be posting that to Twitter if you want to follow along. Watch my picks. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Hells yeah. I want to do that. That sounds cool. This episode will be airing on Halloween. So, if you want to watch uh, <laughs> 31 days worth of horror movies in one night, then look at Josh's list. <laughs> now, do it. <laughs> or if you're a time traveler and <laughs> you want to go back and do it <laughs> again, you'll be seeing the list before this episode releases. So, mm. yeah, you'll still be happy to enjoy it. I'll just be telling you after the fact, I hope you enjoyed it. So, <laughs> instead of, you will enjoy it, I hope you enjoyed my Halloween list. I hope you've been following me on Twitter and enjoying all that. And What's also, your Twitter? It is that Sundance KD, all caps, and also, hope you follow these lovely people as well. Yeah. <laughs> Love them so much. Yay. Oh, yes. Thanks, Josh. Alright. <laughs> Happy Halloween, listeners! <laughs> hope you enjoyed our special. <laughs> Eat every piece of candy you find. No, kids, actually. Show your candy to your parent or guardian first so they can check it for knives and, you know, peanuts or whatever you're allergic to. And then eat all the candy that you get. I've been Rhea, and this Halloween I'm going to unhinge my jaw and swallow an entire snake, which may or may not be alive and may or may not be made of candy. I'm Jem, and this Halloween I'm sticking to pumpkin pasties. (laughs) 
And I've been Josh, and I've been the little boy in the sweet shop, or maybe something else beyond the dimension of unseen sights and sounds and horrors and fears. Happy Halloween. Thanks for listening to Podcast 9 and 3 quarters. This show is written and edited by Rhea and Jem. You can send us an email at 9andthreequarterspodcast at gmail.com, find us on Tumblr, Facebook and Instagram at podcast9andthreequarters, or talk to us separately on Twitter. Rhea is at SmashMouthRhea, and Jem is at Jem underscore just Jem. Our special guest this week was Josh from the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers by That's Not Canon Productions. You can find him at That Sundance KD. Please feel free to send theories or ask questions, and bombard us with so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the sea, just to avoid them. Our logo art is by Winged Corgi. Find more of her art at wingedcorgi.tumblr.com. This week's intro music was Wizard Weezers by Nicholas Hooper, and our outro music was Hedwig's Theme by John Williams. You'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. Happy Halloween, listeners. I hope you have a spooky day. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.